Andrew's Daily Five. Five. Hey, I'm Andrew. I recently compiled a list of the greatest 100 songs from the 60s. Join me as I count down five songs a day. Let's rock and roll. Hello and welcome to the episode. First for the day, number 40 is When a Man Loves a Woman by Percy Sledge from 1966. Percy Sledge is not credited as a songwriter on this one, although he said he should have been. He claimed that he allowed Lewis and Wright to take the writing credits because they gave him the opportunity to, quote, sing his heart out. Sledge said that one night he was upset over a broken relationship and asked Lewis and Wright to play a slow blues over which he improvised lyrics describing his emotions. He went on saying, When I wrote that song at first, it was called Why Did You Leave Me, Baby? And I changed it from that to When a Man Loves a Woman. I just reversed it. When radio DJ Quinn Ivey heard it, he told me that if I was to write some lyrics around the melody and the expression I'd put into Why Did You Leave Me, Baby? He believed it would be a hit record. When I suggested the new title, he said, That's it. Write a story around that title. What a song that would be with the feeling you had. It was a song that was meant to be. Here is When a Man Loves a Woman. is Green Onions by Booker T. and the MGs from 1962. Described as one of the most popular instrumental rock and soul songs ever, and as one of the most popular R&B instrumentals of its era, the tune is a 12-bar blues with rippling Hammond M3 organ line by Booker T. Jones that he wrote when he was 17, although the actual recording was largely improvised in the studio. According to Booker T., the composition was originally to be called Funky Onions, 
but the sister of the Stax record co-owner thought it sounded like a cuss word. It was therefore renamed Green Onions. When asked later about the song title, Jones said, because that is the nastiest thing I can think of, and it's something you throw away. Here is Green Onions. Number 38 is River Deep Mountain High by Ike and Tina Turner from 1966. This song was produced by Phil Spector and he considered it to be his best work. The track cost a then unheard of $22,000 or $175,000 today and required 21 session musicians. After several rehearsals and two sessions for the musicians to lay down a backing track, Spector got Tina Turner into the studio but she was unable to provide what he wanted. The following week, she returned to the studio with Ike. Due to Spectre's perfectionism and tendency to abuse workers in the studio, he made her sing the song over and over for several hours until he felt he had the perfect vocal take for the song. She recalled, quote, I must have sung that 500,000 times. I was drenched with sweat. I had to take my shirt off and stand there in my bra to sing. Here is River Deep, Mountain High. When you were a young boy, did you have a puppet that always followed you around? Thirty-seven is Georgia On My Mind by Ray Charles from 1960. This song was originally written and recorded by Hoagie Carmichael in 1930. Thirty years later, Ray Charles, a native of Georgia, recorded a version of the song that went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. 
Charles's rendition would become the most widely known version of the tune from then on. It would also be the song most associated with his musical career. Here is Georgia On My Mind. Georgia Georgia The whole day through Just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my mind Said a Georgia, Georgia, a song of you comes as sweet and clear as moonlight through the pines. Other arms reach out to me Other eyes smile tenderly Still in the peaceful dreams I see The road leads back to you I said, Georgia And last for the day, number 36 is Louie Louie by the Kingsmen from 1963. First written by Richard Berry in 1955, the Kingsmen transformed his easygoing ballad into a raucous romp. Singer Jack Eli had to stand on tiptoe to sing into a boom mic, and his braces further impeded his singing. The guitar break is triggered by a shout, Okay, let's give it to him right now! The single hit it big when a Boston DJ, amused by its slapdash sound, played it on his program as the worst record of the week. Despite the slam, listener response was swift and positive. Another factor in the success of the record may have been the rumor that the lyrics were intentionally slurred by the Kingsmen to cover up lyrics that were allegedly laced with profanity and immorality. The song was banned on many radio stations in the U.S. These actions were taken despite the small matter that practically no one could distinguish the actual lyrics. The FBI started a 31-month investigation into the matter and concluded they were, quote, unable to interpret any of the wording in the record. The Kingsman version has been cited as the Rosetta Stone of garage rock, the original grunge classic, and influential rock critics Dave Marsh and Growl Marcus believe that virtually all punk rock can be traced back to this song. Here is Louie Louie.
Okay, well, when a man loves a woman or a podcast, he will vote on his favorite song from the episode. You can do that if you'd like to with the link in the show notes, and I will see you tomorrow. Take care. Any-